Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. Guys, how do you talk about life when you haven't even lived at all? And how do you talk about love when the only thing you love is your dog? I don't know. Rest, you said it's been a day. Bring us up to speed on COVID garage sale 2020. Well, no one should. I, I sold more things to my neighbors than anybody else. Okay. <laughs> and it was, it was beautiful outside. It was my mother and my sister showed up. So at least I got, I literally hung out with them from about 9 30 to about three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, okay. I'm glad that I, ha- I had said I needed that extra time because I needed to bring everything back into the garage so that I can um, either go through. I think I'm just going to go to my sister's. Well, let me back up. Um, yeah, so it was kind of like a, bo- a boring day. Not a lot of people showed up. But okay. Today because I woke up at like seven o'clock. I put, you know, signs out where they, the rest of the signs that needed to go out. Um I got home, I had coffee, I pulled everything out of my garage, out into the driveway, and I didn't even get to take out, I I didn't even take out everything, um, because I needed help, and I didn't get all the help that I wanted, which is fine, whatever, because I was like, you know what, it it doesn't matter at this point. Um, Okay. But then, by the end of the day, when I walked, I hadn't really been inside at all, except to go to the bathroom. And when I walked inside, my whole kitchen was as I had left it at seven o'clock in the morning, more so that I had tons of dishes lying all over. There was stuff all over the kitchen table. Uh, Coffee machines were on. Oh my Um, gosh. I don't even know that my dog was walked, even though I had (gasps) walked. Listen, it was like, uh, and then it was at three o'clock, you know, Chris and August decided, I had told them, please go play some tennis because August has a tennis match. So they went and played tennis and kind of left some stuff behind. Oh, oh no. Am I still here? You are. Okay. It may Um, not feel that way, but you're still here. (laughs) So it was just, I was like, seriously? So I had to clean up the kitchen, take my shower, come downstairs. And I'm like, I need a glass of wine. I don't even care what time it is. So here I am. Well, first of all, it's Saturday, so you probably should have been drinking wine earlier than this, but. Okay. Well, that's what I say. I would agree with that. So I've been trying. So a friend of mine, she sent me this stuff. Have you ever heard of, this is a product or a company called Twisted Shrub? No. It's like some vinegar-based drink mixer product, I guess, and, uh. I think sometimes she listens to this podcast, so I don't want to hurt her feelings because it was so thoughtful of her to send me something for my birthday, but I don't like this. And it, I love vinegar. Like vinegar is one of my favorite things. Like I could drink it straight. 
and you like pickles and things like that. So yeah. Exactly. So this twisted says it's a, it's an apple cider vinegar mixed elixir and you add it to sodas and cocktails and I've tried it with vodka um, and I didn't like because that's the thing I mean it says you know mix one ounce of the shrub with one ounce of your spirit plus like two to three ounces of your favorite mixer you know and now and my friend as I recall mentioned it she's like yeah my friend that turned me on to it I think she said sometimes she just adds it to her white wine, you know, to give it like a different thing. And I've tried that and I'm like, no. <laughs> I, that doesn't like, that would sounds like something maybe I would do a shot of for health reasons on the side on its own, but I would never add it to anything. Well, I'm just telling you what their marketing thing is. It's telling yeah. you. Right. But, and that's fine. But I'm just saying that just doesn't sound right to me unless I was cooking with it or something. I understand. So yeah, I'm probably not, I probably will just use it as like a shot thing and not yeah. as a, as a mixer. What, is it, what does it taste like on its own? I haven't actually tasted it on its own yet. So mm. I just kind of assumed it would taste like flavored apple cider vinegar. Like the one that I opened first was blueberry lemon. Okay. Um, and then I think I also have strawberry lime and know what the other one is if it's pineapple habanero peach habanero apple ginger i can't remember that sounds good yeah so maybe what you should do is yeah you should um, uh, go get some and try it out and tell us right now what, what it would taste like on its own well that would require me getting up and going downstairs and you know not sure uh, i want to do that <laughs> okay anywho um okay yeah, I don't want to see myself on camera. Um, okay, it's been a rough okay. day. Okay, okay. Right. So there's some oh. things happened within the last 24 hours that we should probably talk about. Yeah, but let's go chronologically and talk about the presidential debate first. It was a oh, hot okay. mess. A hot mess. Yes, I believe Jake Tapper said it was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire inside. Inside a train wreck. Inside a train wreck, is what I, I recall. Yeah. I, I, I was surprised. Well, so each of, you, each of I, you watched part of it, right? I had so to turn it off. Start? I had to I turn know. it why off. Don't, why don't you guys start with what you want to say? Because I have an 89-page document in front of me so that God. I've put together. So I will probably have a little more to say. So why don't one of the well, two wait, of Give you... us some background. What's with the 89 pages? Where did that come from? Yeah. Well, it's... It's a double column document of the transcript because I oh, read the transcript, okay. Okay. my highlights, and then I, I sourced a couple of fact check websites, you know, because I like to do that as well. So I'm going to have some quotes to share, you know, some very official language. So I figure, well, why don't we get your impressions first? So MB, why don't you start? You said it was a hot mess and you had to turn it off. I can not stand the share? arguing. I couldn't stand the arguing. I already, know who I'm gonna, I already know who I'm going to vote for. That's I already know right. who I'm going to well, vote so for. Yeah, but okay, wait. So that raises a good question because you, have you already voted? You said you got your absentee ballot. Or I filled you... it out. And my okay, mom's so out. Okay, so you've already voted. Yeah. Okay, so yes. 
All right. So um, let me ask you a couple questions, though. So you physically saw or you saw, you know, both Trump and Biden. Did one of them look physically better to you than the other? Or did they both look like old, unhealthy old men? They both look unhealthy. Okay. All right. All right. Anything else you want to share before we move on to Miss Marissa? Hopefully it was just a complete mess. <laughs> but what? Hopefully what? Hopefully next time the Commission on Presidential Debates cut, cuts their mic off. Good point. I heard some people say that Chris Wallace should have had power to mute the mics. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So, Marissa, did you did you last longer than MB? Did you watch the whole thing? Uh, I would say I went 45 minutes and I would say overall it was like a very poorly done SNL skit. I don't think it was, it was like, I could, I, I was, how do I put this? I wasn't shocked by anything to be, to be mm -hmm. honest. Uh, but I didn't, I thought I, my first thing that I said was I went on Facebook and I wrote poor Chris Wallace because within the first 10 minutes, he lost complete control over everything that was going on because Trump would just, uh, you know, talk over or yell or, you know, interject something stupid. Um, then I thought to myself, well, and then I went out onto Twitter and I thought maybe they should just, instead of taking the mics off me, cause I don't think that would have helped. I think they both, I think Trump needed a shock collar. Every time he said something stupid, you could just zap him. And then well, I that thought, would certainly be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I thought that would be good. And then I thought, you know, it's, I don't it's not what he, what Trump said. It was just the fact that he kept interrupting because, you know, Biden is a true statesman. He's got experience. He knows how to, you know, talk at a podium and in front of people. Let him just get out what he has to say. Why doesn't, my thought was, you know what, you're just, just that alone irritated me most of all. It was just like, just let him talk. Get his little piece out of the way. And then if you want to rip him a new one, I don't care. But all I'm saying is the respect, the lack of respect, that bothered me a lot. But my favorite part of the whole entire uh, debate was when um, Biden called him a clown. That was the best. Because I'm like, you. first of all, who calls the president of the United States a clown? I mean, this wasn't like they were both running for president before Trump was president. This is him, the president of the United States. And he's like, would you listen to this clown? And I was like, oh, my God, he just said what's on everybody's mind. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> and then my last thing was, I was just very surprised that Trump supporters, well, I, again, not surprised, but I'm like, the lack of respect you people have ha for other people, that's what made me nuts. Because if not, nothing else, Biden as a human being and a state senator and the vice president of the United States, uh, not state senator, um, whatever he I, I felt like he deserved that minimum of respect as a human being just let but, me talk but remember marissa as trump and the republicans continuously say you know joe's had 47 years in politics to do something and he hasn't done anything like oh my god give me a break there were too yeah, many eruptions in the first well, debate. And they keep calling you yes. this old guy. And I'm like, dude, you're not far behind. It's not like you're 55. You, I know. He's in his 70s as well. So it's just like you have no right at him that way. 
none of, nobody does. It's like, you don't, listen, you, at the end of the day, my whole thought is we've all gone past the point of, of respect. We just don't have that minimum basis of respect. If I don't like what you have to say, Babs, or MB, I, that's fine. That's fine. I can let you talk. You have that right. But I, I don't have to agree with you, but I don't have to be a jerk about it. And that's that lack of respect is what we are lacking here in the U.S. right now. At, in well, and that is, that is because of Trump and the Republicans. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Shame, shame on them. Sure. Oh, my goodness. And yeah, okay. Yes, I mean, I agree with Chris Wallace. You know, I could tell by reading the transcript he tried, like, I thought it was interesting. So it's about 25 minutes into the debate and I got amused by this. And, you know, he's trying to move them on to the second of the six segments. And he's telling them, uh, you each are going to have two uninterrupted moments. In those two uninterrupted minutes, Mr. President, you can say anything you want. I'm going to ask a question about race, but if you want to answer about something else, go ahead. But I think that the country would be better served if we allowed both people to speak with fewer interruptions. I'm appealing to you, sir, to do that. President Trump, well, and him too, Wallace. Well, frankly, you've been doing more interrupting than he, than he has. Trump, well, that's all right, but he does plenty. Wallace, well, sir, less, wait, Michael, you're interrupting. Don't be, don't be a Trump. Chris Wallace, well, well, sir, less than President Trump interrupting again. He does plenty. Chris Wallace, no, less than you have. Let's please continue on. <laughs> that part just made me laugh. Sorry, did you want to say something, MB? Too many interruptions. Yes, so you have to, you know, make sure you don't become one of them and but interrupt. <laughs> I am going to interrupt by just saying the debates are notorious for people jumping in. So that wasn't the surprise. And not that that's not in of itself debating and interrupting is not a surprise. It was just that Biden's got a lot more to say and more facts and figures than you do by you saying, well, you know, that's not going to happen. We did a, we did a fantastic job. And it's just like, well, what do you, how do you describe that? How, can you put some figures to that? And he never can because everything's just fabulous or this was a disaster. He doesn't actually describe anything. Well, because he also feels like he doesn't have to because yeah. in general, his supporters are just, you know, they don't care what an idiot he is. They're just going to vote for him anyway. So, right. right. I mean, he, 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 he gives the level of standard that his voters require. So, right. and you know, you can't help stupid is as stupid does in my opinion. So I don't know. I mean, we have to appeal to people who, you know, weren't planning on voting for him and could somehow, you know, maybe just be more turned off by this, but. Right. All right, I want to turn to minute 30, 35 of the debate where Chris Wallace asked, do you believe that there's a separate but unequal system of justice for blacks in this country? And Biden answered first, and I'm sharing these because in my reading of the transcript, there were five coherent moments in the debate. Three by technically, I guess, six. So four by Biden, two of them on the topic of race, and two by Trump. So in a 90-minute debate, that seems awful. So here is Vice, former Vice President Joe Biden's response to that Chris Wallace question. Yes, there is. There's systemic injustice in this country, in education and work, and in law enforcement, and in the way in which it's enforced. 
But look, the vast majority of police officers are good, decent, honorable men and women. They risk their lives every day to take care of us, but there are some bad apples. And when they occur, they have to be sorted out. They have to be held accountable. They have to be held accountable. And what I'm going to do as president of the United States is call together an entire group of people at the White House, everything from the civil rights groups to the police officers to the police chiefs, and we're going to work this out. We're going to work this out so we change the way in which we have more transparency in when these things happen. These cops aren't happy to see what happened to George Floyd. These cops aren't happy to see what happened to Breonna Taylor. Most don't like it, but we have to have a system where people are held accountable when, and by the way, violence is never... Violence in response is never appropriate, appropriate, never appropriate. Peaceful protest is, violence is never appropriate. All right, so I thought that was a pretty coherent answer by Joe. Would you guys agree? It reads, I mean, I don't know how it came across like in person, but it reads pretty coherently. Yeah. He was was asked the question, he was answered. He answered it. Now I will say, so Trump was asked a more specific follow-up question And although I disagree with the content of his response, I feel it was coherent. So after, of course, Trump, you know, blah, 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 and complained, um, Chris Wallace asked him, you know, this, he said, this month, your administration directed federal agencies to end racial sensitivity training that addresses white privilege or critical race theory. Why did you decide to do that, to end racial sensitivity training? And do you believe that there is systemic racism in this country, sir? And this is what Trump said. I ended it because it's racist. I ended it because a lot of people were complaining that they were asked to do things that were absolutely insane. That is a radical revolution that was taking place in our military, in our schools, all over the place. And you know it. And so does everybody else. And he would know it. And then Wallace asked him. So I've got at least, I mean, until... And he would know it. I guess he's referring to Biden. All right. So I don't think that's an acceptable answer, but I think it's a coherent one. I understood what he was saying. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I think he, I think it, you're right. He did have a handful of those. Coherent well, I only found thoughts. two. <laughs> right. And that shows, is that a handful or is it a handful more than two? A handful, a handful would be five because we have All five right. digits. Okay. All right. <laughs> semantics, semantics. That's right. Potato, potato. Right. Um, so, and then he went on, this is Trump. Well, Wallace says, what is radical about racial sensitivity training? And Trump said, if you were a certain person, you had no status in life. It was sort of a reversal. And you look at the people, we're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to teach very bad ideas and frankly, very sick ideas. And really, they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that to happen. We have to go back to the core values of this country. They were teaching people that our country is a horrible place. It's a racist place. And they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to allow that to happen. Okay. Again, I don't agree with him, but I can understand what he's saying. So, And then one final thing on race. And this was the last cogent point in the race category. Um, You know, and of course, Biden starts, Trump interrupts, and Wallace has to tell him, let him finish. So this is Vice President Former Vice President, sorry, in the transcript, they call him Vice President Joe Biden, which clearly he's not the current Vice President. So he says, the fact is that there is racial insensitivity. People have to be made aware of what other people feel like, what insults them, what is demeaning to them. It's important people know. Many people don't want to hurt other people's feelings, but it makes a big difference. It makes a gigantic difference in the way a child is able to grow up and have a sense of self-esteem. It's a little bit like how this guy and his friends look down on so many people. They look down. 
down their nose on people like Irish Catholics, like me, who who grew up in Scranton. They look down on people who don't have money. They look down on people who are of a different faith. They look down on people who are a different color. In fact, we're all Americans. The only way we're going to bring this country together is bring everybody together. There's nothing we cannot do if we do it together. We can take this on and we can defeat racism in America. Makes sense, or coherence. You don't have to agree right. with what he said. Um, and then, yes. Yeah, so if you were still watching at this time, then you started getting into some pretty crazy stuff. Um, anyway, I won't go on with the reading of the transcript. There were a couple other, um, you know, Biden had a coherent response, defunding the police. Well, what it is, it's not that they're trying to defund the police. They're trying to use funds differently. Um, Trump had a coherent response on climate change, even though I don't agree with what he said. And uh, Biden had a coherent response on the election. And I really think Biden was the only, I mean, he did his share of what politicians typically do, which is they don't answer the question and they talk about what they want. (laughs) Um, You you know, Wallace is like, uh, but that doesn't answer the question. So, so, but in the final, in the closing minutes or, you know, closing-ish minutes, Wallace said, Vice President Biden, final question for you. Will you urge your supporters to stay calm while the vote is counted? And will you pledge not to declare victory until the election is independently certified? Biden says, yes, I like that. That answers the question. And here's the deal. We count the ballots, as you pointed out. Some of these ballots in some states can't even be opened until election day. And if there's thousands of ballots, it's going to take time to do it. And by the way, our military, they've been voting by voting by ballot since the end of the Civil War, <laughs> in, in effect. And that's what's going to happen. Why is it for them somehow not fraudulent? It's the same process. It's honest. No one has established at all that there's a fraud. There's fraud related to mail-in ballots. That, somehow it's a fraudulent process. And then, of course, Trump's like, it's already been established. <laughs> And Wallace has to tell him, I asked you, you had an opportunity to respond. Go ahead, Vice President Biden. And he says, he has no idea what he's talking about. Here's the deal. The fact is, I will accept it and he will too. You know why? Because once the winner is declared, after all the ballots are counted, all the votes are counted, that'll be the end of it. That'll be the end of it. And if it's me, in fact, fine. If it's not me, I'll support the outcome. And I'll be a president, not just for the Democrats. I'll be a president for Democrats and Republicans and this guy. (laughs) At which point I assume he, I assume he pointed at Trump. Right. <laughs> so, um, anyway, they actually ended the debate early. You can believe it. They didn't go. Yeah, they didn't go. According to the transcript, anyway, they did not go 90 minutes. They went 70 minutes and 50 seconds. I want to fix that call. What? I wonder who makes that call that they ended early or did he get through all their questions? Uh, He might have gotten through all the questions or he might have just decided I can't take this anymore. (laughs) Or it could have been the interruptions. We're not doing, yeah, it could have been the interruptions. There were a couple times in the transcript where I heard Biden ask, like, am I going to get my time back since he basically just talked through it? (laughs) He was like, yes, but I... I don't, I mean, like I said, in the transcript, you know, I have the time, every time somebody started speaking, I got the time of what they were saying. So like oh, I said, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if at the, like, you know, there might've been some preliminary remarks. I mean, mine started with Chris Wallace at a minute and 20 seconds saying, 
Good evening from the Health Education Campus of Case Western Reserve University and the Cleveland Clinic. Um, well, so before we get to some fact checking, did you all hear after the debate, or I don't know if you could tell during the debate, you know, the Cleveland Clinic set the health and safety guidelines. And if you were in the facility, you were supposed to wear a mask and all of Biden's people did. And the Trump people like refused and waved them off. I, I noticed, that. I noticed that the Trump supporters weren't wearing masks. The Trump they're family, such, I mean. They're such a-holes. Well, and no that's other way to actually, say that's a great segue into what we need to talk about because. All right, I'll let you take why, it from there. Well, no, I'm just saying, why would you, you're in the, regardless of where he is, you know, he, I, I'm so irritated that I can't even get my words out. You're, you're speechless. You're speechless. I understand what you're trying to say. I mean, yeah, you're in the presence of the president and the nominee for the other party. You don't, you don't have a right to be where you are. You aren't even needed where you are. Right. And you can't follow basic guidelines. I mean, that your campaign basic. agreed to. That because your campaign, I'm sure, agreed to. And my whole thing with the mask wearing, I've had a lot of time to think about it and watch all the fighting and the arguments. You know what? It's not just about you protecting yourself. It's just being respectful and courteous to other people. Wear the damn mask until we can figure out what else we can do. It's not a big deal. I don't like wearing my mask. No one likes wearing their mask. But you know what? Just wear the damn mask for the time that you're outside and deal with it and get over it. Because I'm, I'm done, it, it, especially for those people who are in the public eye and with the president or with Joe Biden or whoever, doesn't matter what party, this isn't a political thing. COVID is not political. It's a real disease that kills people. And you don't know well, how you get it. So just wear the damn mask, protect yourself, you know, protect other people, just be respectful. Well, that's been the message all along and the Republicans and Trump people can't you know, wrap their heads around that. So, uh, you know, just to bring our listeners up to speed, I'm sure they already know, and for posterity, this was Tuesday, September 29th, the presidential debate. And 48 hours later, President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump tested positive for COVID. And currently Trump is um, at Walter Reed Hospital receiving treatment, although, you know, it's unclear if you listen to trump people he's doing great he's doing well if you listen you to think, you know you think he's lying they're lying do you think he's dying oh i don't think no cockroaches don't die that easily so i, I wouldn't i wouldn't I wish think, that on anybody by the way that's just i'm not saying but i just often wonder with the amount of lies they've sent out it often makes me wonder if when they say he's doing fine is he is he we won't ever know I, I think I, they're I think they're lying to us. <laughs> so MB, I agree that is not outside the realm of possibility. I, I don't think, even think it would be that shocking because I think Democrat or President historically, I think there have been times where we have not gotten the full, you know, complete. I bet somebody in the press is gonna leak the full truth. Well, we'll see. I don't know how many people actually access to the whole truth really i mean they, i guess they'd have to get some doctors 
on the inside that are actually treating him. But if no, if somebody doesn't go on record, then you know, half the you country isn't going to believe it anyway. Anyway, it's a legal thing. A doctor can't say whether. Well, or not. Pay, I mean, obviously, you can't reveal personal right uh, medical details. But clearly, you know, Trump is allowing them to say something because his doctor is going out there and talking about him. True. Um, True. So. But yes, to your point, you know, if a doc, maybe that's true. If a doctor were treating him and said something, that could be a violation of, I don't know, the Hippocratic Oath or whatever. But yeah, so I think we're possibly not getting the truth, as I've said to some other people in the last 24 hours or whatever since this happened. I said, listen, once he's back on the campaign trail spewing his hate and, you know, I see his ugly orange face pop up places, then I'll know that things are back to normal. But otherwise, as long as he's in the hospital, we don't know. Right. We don't really know what's going on. And I think, of course, he's going to be telling his people or Pence is going to be telling his people, you know, they're going to be saying, listen, we need everybody to think he's fine. We don't know he's fine. He could be fine. So we're in a holding pattern. Okay. Hypothetical question. Something happens to Trump. Are we okay with Mike Pence taking over just for the interim? Well, we have no choice, so we. I'm have in the to middle. <laughs> I'm well, in the. Wait a second. I guess, I guess my next question is: Let's just, God forbid, because I don't. I don't wish anything bad on Trump, except maybe. A real, my mom this morning. Perfect. I'm going to quote my mother. I hope. I hope President Trump gets a really bad case of diarrhea. His <laughs> <laughs> outsides match his insides that are coming out. Yeah. But outside. And let's just pretend, God forbid, something really did happen to our president and Mike Pence takes over. Now, he has to stay in office till January. He'd be sworn in immediately. However, would he have to run in, would he have to run? Like, how does that work? He would no, he'd still run. Yeah, no, he'd still run because he's already been nominated as part of the ticket. And I assume he would just pick a vice presidential candidate to run with him. Okay, all right. Can I, can I say something? No. Of course, what's going on? What's up? I'm in the middle on if Mike Pence should be our president. And why is that? I don't know. I'm just in the <laughs> middle. I say something. <laughs> well, okay, remember, actually, you're actually not in the middle because you've already voted for Biden, so you don't want Pence to be president, but... It doesn't really matter what any of us think in the interim because if the twenty if the twenty fifth amendment is invoked, then Mike Pence will be the acting president for as long as that is invoked. And at this and then, point, so yes, so Marissa, you said a point about you know I don't wish it on anyone. We have a mutual friend who said I wouldn't wish this on anybody, and I said, well, I choose to delineate between not wishing and not caring. I don't care that Trump has COVID. I don't care what happens to him. I don't care if he suffers or has a bad case of it. I don't care. If he dies, I don't care. So okay. I'm not wish I'm not wishing for any of these things, but I also don't care if bad things happen to him because I don't think he's a good person. Okay. I can get behind that. I can get and behind I, that. And I am not surprised I am not surprised that he has eventually now been diagnosed with COVID. I'm surprised a little bit that it took this long. Me too. But the biggest the biggest concern with this diagnosis and all these people that are now testing positive who have been around him, to me, I'm a little worried that this is like the beginning of the second wave. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's so, what, that's a part of the reason why I don't want to send uh, my son to school because I'm just thinking that they're probably going to have to close down by November. Right. So why be part of the advance guard of bringing in the second wave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so MB, are you still enjoying your virtual school experience? Yes. Good. Good. So that's. Uh, that's good to know, because of course, I guess today is Saturday, October 3rd, so in 11 days, um, everybody who's chosen to go back in person will start back full-time. Is that still correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know, um, there's definitely, there's a lot going on. I'd like to switch or segue in COVID crazy for a moment to my dear beloved New England Patriots, whose starting quarterback Cam Newton tested positive for COVID. Uh, uh, now that's, you know, I will say this, I, I know nothing about Cam Newton outside of the fact that he's a football player and he seems like a, a good guy and he's a good football player. So I definitely don't, I hope he stays asymptomatic. I don't know that he has any symptoms, have they said? Um. I don't think they've said he had symptoms. I mean, they undergo regular testing, you know, for, so I don't think he had symptoms. So the Patriots Chiefs game is the league is saying. Yeah. So we'll just see when it's postponed too. Cause as we know, Tennessee and Pittsburgh, they, Tennessee has had like 14 or more players and staff test positive, And that game got pushed to week seven. Oh, that's right, because they're playing Tuesday so, or something, right? I think uh, the – no, Tennessee or – well, maybe they're playing Tuesday of week seven, although I don't think they would have to play two games. I think their bye week just became this week, and now they're playing oh, week gotcha. seven. gotcha. But I don't, well, I don't know that they had the same bye week. I would say this. Uh, in, in the interim, I pray for him. I pray for his team members and everybody, his family, everybody that's been affected by it, if they have been. Well, and let's face it, I mean, football is more important than the White House at this point. So if we're going to focus our energies, it should be on football, not on politicians and their sycophants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anywho. Yes, At least yes, one so. month until the election. Yeah. And now it's like, I wonder, it's like, I'm looking at, so we get to early vote starting October 12th. So now I'm yes. wondering, do I go out the second or third day it's open? Like, I don't want to go out that first day because I don't want to stand in line with anybody. But now I'm wondering, do I get an absentee ballot? Like, I'm wavering. I, I, I don't know. I don't know that there's time for you to get an absentee ballot at this point. Well, they, they, they've been advertising it that you still can. That's why I was wondering. I know, but I'm just saying in my experience, I don't just, I don't know that they would get it to you in time, but you, you have, I mean, I guess, well, all right. I'm just going to say what the Democrats say. People who can vote in person should vote in person because that's every absentee ballot. That's an extra vote that has to be counted that delays the, so I'm going to vote in person. And the reality is we have like two and a half weeks to early vote. So if you drive by your polling station and it looks too long, then you just go back a different time. It's not that big a deal. 
I guess the big, the bigger deal will be, are they get like, normally I feel like all of our voting precincts are open for early voting, but in the primary earlier this year, this wasn't the case. They like limited, like in Fulton County, there were like five places that you could early vote. It was ridiculous. So I just, haven't, I haven't seen. So uh, that's a good segue um, into voter suppression. Some, mm -hmm. some states in this country seem to be operating that way, or they, they say it's underneath another guise, but my opinion is that places like Texas, no one has any business trying to vote, uh, suppress the vote. I don't get it. You, you can't. You, that's just... But you're afraid you're going to lose. You're afraid you're going to lose. So that's why you do it. Get over it. We all have to deal with the president we don't want from time to time. We all get over it. Republicans cannot get over it. For a number of decades now, this is how they've been operating. Um, it's just, it's who they are. They, more so than Democrats, are really, truly greedy, power monger, monger, people they will do whatever it takes to stay in power and that's not just with the presidential race we see it in you know down the ballot races as well they just they can't handle it they're really just in government for power for power's sake they're not looking to do anything to help this country and they you know they just convince their voters that somehow they're the true patriots and it's like oh Okay, I don't think oh, so. Speaking of, okay, so speaking of Republicans, you know how we're always arguing, you and I, about the different media outlets and how, you know, CNN versus Fox and blah, blah, blah. I have to tell you something funny, not maybe funny, but just interesting. I was watching part of the uh, White House press conference. I think it was yesterday or the, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I don't know what day it is, so I, I, I apologize, but um the uh, what is she i forgot what her name is she's the um press secretary and she comes out oh, speaks hope hicks or yeah. no is hope hicks okay. yeah okay so she was up there uh talking and a fox i just want to point this out mm -hmm. oops she's frozen it's like the computer doesn't want to hear anything about fox right mb yeah I mean, she's, she's frozen, so we'll never know what she's going to say. Yeah. She did say she got a new modem, though, and she's inside, so I don't know why she's frozen. Here, can you send her a chat and tell her she's frozen? Yeah. All right, let's see, because I don't know if I go off this, uh, you know, setting, if it'll take us off. But I just messaged. I don't know. Place to stop. What is her question? <laughs> Oh, then I think I just saw her sign off. So, anywho, you can ask her if she wants to log back in to share her. her Here she is. This is unacceptable. I just got a new modem on Friday. Here you are. This is ridiculous. Am I back? Can we? You said, a, you said, a, yes, you're back, but it's because you said a bad word. F O S. So. But the universe needs to hear this. This is really good. Again. Can you hear? Now you're. <laughs> okay, wait. It's you. You're. You use the F word, and the Zoom software has stopped you. All right, you can try again. So this representative of a certain news network, starting with F, F 
um, ask the press secretary, uh -huh. where are, what part of the country are the ballots being thrown out and found in rivers? And she said, because Trump had actually said that during the uh, debate, he, I think he mentioned that uh, there are absentee ballots being thrown out and winding up in rivers. So somebody asked, where are, where are, the, where is, where are these ballots? They were, and they were, all, they were all Trump ballots. Right. So she said, you're missing the point. They're, the fact is, is that they're being thrown out. And he said, okay, and that's fine. I just, I'm here to report the news and ask you a question. Where are these ballots being found? And she said, no, you're missing the point. And you don't understand. And he said, no, I understand. You just said, and you reiterated what the president said, that these ballots were being thrown out and found in other places. And she couldn't answer the question. So he's like, ah, oh, so obviously that's fake news. And so she got really mad. Of course. <laughs> oh, good for the F station to ask that. But, but yes, at minute, at hour one, minute five, second 14 in the debate, Trump said, you either do, Chris, a solicited ballot where you're sending it in, they're sending it back and you're sending. They have mailmen with lots of it. Did you see what's going on? They're being dumped in rivers. This is a horrible thing that President Trump was saying. They're being dumped in rivers in West Virginia by mailmen, by U.S. Postal Service workers. <laughs> That's what I interpret from that. He's such an idiot. God, he's like no one's going to chase him. That's why he's so vague because he doesn't know what he's talking about half the time. He'll say. Well, you know, the trees are green over there, and people are like, well, where, where are the tree? How green are those trees? And they'll say over there, and and people, they just say, oh, well, if he said the trees are green, then they must be. It's ridiculous, right? Yeah, so Biden said five states. Five states have had mail-in ballots for the last decade. Five states have had mail-in ballots for the last decade, including two Republican states. And you don't have to solicit the ballot. It's sent to you. It's sent to your home. What they're saying is by election day. If it doesn't seven states, nine, it should still be counted. He's just afraid of counting the votes. So Trump, you're wrong. Wrong. I love counting the votes. <laughs> sure you do, Donald. Sure you do. It's a rigged election until he wins. Everybody remembers I just don't understand. Rigged, but all of a sudden, when he well, and I don't understand people that are going to vote for him. I don't understand, and yet there will be people who do. I'm actually trying to find somebody who will admit they're voting for him and will explain why. I have one friend she would vote for Trump again. I would tell you why people to explain why they can they even just report want to be okay did I freeze I don't know do I need somebody who would vote for Trump because they're voting for Trump not because they don't want to vote for Biden I need somebody that's like I'm voting for Trump oh. because I think he's a good president and I like what yeah 
because you're not allowed to do this, but we talked about it. If you're not going to vote for Biden, then just don't vote. Right. I mean, but really, I mean, no, that's not what I mean to say. No. If you if, no. if the only reason if the only reason you're going to vote for Trump is because you don't want to vote for Biden, then don't vote. But you really, if you're, you should just vote for Biden anyway. You don't like him? Oh well. Hold your nose and vote for Biden. That's the message of this election because otherwise you're voting for four more years of Trump. And I don't usually say that, but in this case, I'm going to. There you go. So, uh, serenity now. All right, that's about all I can handle. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, people. So much for listening. If you like what you heard, please head on over to Apple Podcasts or Google Play to rate, review, and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. You can also follow us on our social media accounts. On Twitter, that's at Podcast. On Facebook, you can find our A Walk in the Park Facebook page by searching at Podcast. And on Instagram, you can find us at A Walk in the Park Podcast. We'd love to hear from you.